What is up guys? It is Quinn here and in this video I'm going to be going through the NFL week 7 injury report. So talking about the fantasy relevant players who are questionable, doubtful, and then the guys who have already been ruled out and then just going through the fantasy football implications of each of these injuries. While you guys are watching, if you enjoy the content, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And if you guys have any fantasy questions, you can drop those down below and I'll make sure to get back to every single person. But starting off with the players who are questionable, we're going to start off with a pair of Ravens teammates, two very relevant fantasy players. First off, Mark Andrews, elite high-end tight end one play. He is questionable with a knee injury. This one seems like, you know, could be a close call. I think he's optimistic he'll play, but he did miss some practice time this week. Obviously, if Mark Andrews is playing, you know, even if he may be a little limited, he's still someone you have to lock into your lineup. And he's honestly one of the only tight ends in the NFL where if he doesn't play, his backup may actually have some value. Isaiah Likely was very impressive in preseason. He's gotten some run in, you know, real NFL games. And I truly think if Mark Andrews is out, I think Isaiah Likely could be a you know, tight end nine to tight end 12 range. I feel like he's in that area if Mark Andrews does miss. So, you know, maybe a potential uh, pickup if Mark Andrews is out, if you are a Mark Andrews owner, or maybe you're just streaming tight end, a guy to uh, look into. And then his teammate, Rashad Bateman, who's missed the last few weeks with a foot injury. He has logged some practice time this week. It'll be nice to see him out there. If he's good to go, not limited. I think he is a solid start. Fringe wide receiver too. If he's out, just got to fade this Ravens wide receiver position. Now moving over to the Lions, we have DeAndre Swift still dealing with shoulder and ankle injuries. He's questionable for this game. This is a weird situation here with Swift because if he plays, you're going to feel obligated to start him, but we don't want to get stuck in a situation like we did in week three where he's limited, um, but you have Jamal Williams taking the bulk of the carries and then Swift is just not startable in your lineup. So it's a situation we're basically going to have to be monitoring all the way up until game time. Right now, I'm still saying if Swift is playing, I'm starting him. But if we're getting some sort of uh, you know news on him being limited, restricted, snap count, any of that, I think it bumps up Jamal Williams to a solid start. And then if Swift is out, Jamal Williams really strong, you know, probably top 15 running back this week. Then we have Josh Reynolds, who's put together some really solid games this season. He is questionable with a knee injury. Then for the Packers, we have Sammy Watkins, who could return off of IR. He's been out with a hamstring. This really, you know, would just have an impact on Romeo Dobbs. It'll just be interesting to see if they continue to give Dobbs the, you know, wide receiver two opportunities, or if they kind of slot Sammy Watkins in there. I'd expect Dobbs to hold them off, but just something to monitor there if you are a Romeo Dobbs owner. I'm pretty sure Alan Lazard has that, uh, you know, wide receiver one spot locked up, obviously barring a trade that the Packers make. Then we have Jahan Dotson, who's missed the last few weeks. He is questionable with a hamstring injury. I don't think he's someone I'd be starting for fantasy, but obviously just as an NFL fan, a dynasty asset, you know, someone we want to see playing. He had a solid start to the season. We have Russell Wilson questionable with a hamstring. Uh, Hackett came out, basically said he's a game time decision. I don't think anyone's really still starting Russell Wilson in fantasy. You know, like if you're in a one quarterback league, like there's no shot he's touching your lineup at this point. In terms of the wide receivers, like I'd assume Russell Wilson is an upgrade over the backup, but with the way he's been playing, you know, I'm not even sure. So I think, you know, Sutton regardless is going to be, you know, top probably 24 wide receiver, Judy, I guess top 40 wide receiver. And I guess maybe they take a little hit if Russ is out, but I mean, not as much as we'd be expecting, you know, coming into the season. Like normally if Russ is out, it would be like this massive downgrade for the wide receivers. And I just don't even know if that's the case at this point. 
Then we've got a pair of Raiders wide receivers who are questionable. Hunter Renfro with a hip, Mac Hollins with a heel. To be totally honest, I don't feel like either of these guys are super fantasy relevant in normal, like real size leagues. You know, Renfro is probably rostered, but in terms of being startable, I just don't think he's at that point. So, you know, I guess these guys are worth mentioning, but not players I'd be starting even if they were healthy. We've got Tyler Lockett with a hamstring injury. I feel like there's a lot of hamstrings on here. If Lockett plays, he's a start. If he's out, there's not another wide receiver that I'd like bump up uh, to be a starting option for the Seahawks. Keenan Allen on here every single week, still dealing with that hamstring. If I had to guess, I think he's going to miss this week, then take the week eight bye, which I believe they have, um, and then kind of just take two weeks, get fully healthy, and then be ready to go for week nine. It is possible he plays. If he does play, I'd be under the impression that he's you know pretty close to 100% ready to go. I just don't think they would risk it with that bye you know, coming up after this week. So if he plays, I think he's definitely startable, but someone to definitely monitor. We have Jalen Waddle questionable with a shoulder injury. For me, this is a spot where if he's active and he plays, he's ready to go. He's a lock in my lineup. If he's out, there's not another player I'm kind of upgrading here. It would definitely be a little bit of a hit to uh, Tua as a starter, though, if Jalen Waddle is out. And then we have the uh, the Patriots-Bears game on Monday. So their official you know, uh, designations haven't come out yet, like questionable, doubtful, out, all of that stuff. So you, we kind of have to make some, uh, you know, draw our own conclusions here. So Damian Harris has logged, I believe, back-to-back uh, full practices. So he missed last week with a hamstring. He should be good to go this week. I imagine he's either going to be listed as like healthy or maybe he'll be questionable, but I would expect him to play. This, unfortunately, is going to bump Ramondre down to probably mid to high end running back two territory this week. Damian Harris in like that wide receiver or in that uh, running back, like top 24 area, probably like back end running back two, high end running back three. We'll see how that uh, committee goes against the Bears. Mac Jones, still a uh, limited participant with that ankle injury. It'll be Mac or Bailey Zappi. I don't really think either have a massive impact on really anyone else in this offense. And then just a, uh, I guess a point for deeper leagues. Uh, Both uh, Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar have both been limited participants this week. They'll both likely be questionable. And the reason I mention these guys, they're not fantasy relevant on their own, but we saw Tyquan Thornton have a really solid game with both Aguilar and Bourne banged up. So he's someone maybe in a really deep league. If those players miss, maybe he's someone you kind of toss into your lineup. Now, moving over to the players who have already been ruled out, we've got J.K. Dobbins with a knee, and it seems like J.K. Dobbins is now going to have surgery, miss four to six weeks. Definitely a hit to J.K. Dobbins owners. He was honestly someone I wasn't super big on coming into the season, but I thought he was a decent buy low candidate just because I thought he would have this peak in the second half of the season. Unfortunately, now he's going to continue to miss time. And, you know, it kind of seems like that grace period we were going to give him to rev up to have that big second half. Now he's injured again. He'll probably need to rev up again. And then, you know, we're going to be in playoff time. Fantasy will be done. So moving forward, this is probably going to be a really gross committee with Justice Hill, Kenyon Drake, Gus Edwards, and I guess Mike Davis thrown in there. We're not sure if Gus Edwards is going to be playing this week. He could be activated off the pup list or he could uh, stay on there. I don't know how we trust any of these players this week. I think this is a committee where I'd rather just see it for a week and then call my shot. If you're super desperate, you know, and you feel like you have a strong read on Hill or Kenyon Drake, I guess you could make your call. For me, I'm kind of staying out of it until we figure out a little bit about this committee. Over to the uh, Buccaneers, pretty limited in terms of their injury report. Normally it's, uh, you know, a lot heftier. We have Julio Jones out again with that knee injury. 
just been continuous there. And then Cam Brait out with a neck. If you're desperate at tight end, I think you could do worse than Kate Otten, who's going to be their uh, rookie backup. He's had a few, you know, decent games when uh, Brait has missed time. You know, Otten has stepped in. He's been replaceable. Brady does continue to target the tight end position for the Bucks, even though it's not really a strength of theirs. So Otten is someone to keep your eye on, especially if you're in like a 14, 16 team league. If the waiver wire is thin, maybe he is out there. For the Lions, we have DJ Chark out with that ankle injury. That is kind of important because we talked about Josh Reynolds, who's questionable. I think it makes Reynolds like a potential viable flex play in deeper leagues since DJ Chark is out, if Reynolds is able to uh, play since he is questionable. Moving over to the uh, weekly Giants wide receiver injury report, Kenny Galladay with the knee, Kadarius Toney with a hamstring, both of them still out this week. I'm very interested to see if Wondell Robinson can continue to build on his opportunities. Had a touchdown last week, super solid efficiency in his limited work. So I guess he's the guy we're going to be looking at here for the Giants. Then for the Packers wide receivers, Christian Watson with the hamstring, Randall Cobb with the ankle. These guys are both out. So I talked about Sammy Watkins questionable, potentially coming back. At this point, he's the only guy that's uh, competing with Romeo uh, Dubs's, I guess, wide receiver two role because Cobb and Watson are both out. We've got Carson Wentz out with that finger injury. This is something we've known, you know, basically dating back to, I think, last Monday. We've got Taylor Heineke coming in as the starter. Not ideal for fantasy, but, you know, I'm not going to pretend like Wentz was some world beater as an NFL quarterback. On that same roster, we have Logan Thomas out with a calf. He's missed the last few weeks. He will miss another one here. And then one of the biggest storylines of the week, maybe the second biggest one, uh, minus the Christian McCaffrey news, is the Elijah Moore trade request and just overall deterioration of his relationship with the Jets here. If you guys have been watching this channel, you know, uh, throughout the offseason, heading into the season, you guys know that I was a big Elijah Moore guy heading into the season. I really liked him for fantasy. I thought he was a buy low early on in the season. That has just totally fallen apart here for me. Like he has been basically useless for fantasy. It's an interesting situation to monitor. Like I said, he will be out this week. They're just like holding him out of this game. I guess distraction, all of this stuff. I will be very interested to see if he does get traded. If Elijah Moore gets moved and we're looking like Packers, um, I don't know, Chiefs maybe are in the market for a wide receiver. One of these top offenses, I think he could totally reignite his fantasy value. Kind of like what we're hoping for with DJ Moore. I'm not sure they will trade him because he is a very talented young wide receiver, but they're in this tough spot where it's like, if he doesn't think he's going to get that second contract, you know, big money if he's playing with Zach Wilson and you're holding him out, he's not playing, like you're not getting the value. It's a weird spot. We'll see how it plays out here. You know, maybe he returns to the team, something to monitor, but he will not be playing this week, though I doubt anyone's going to be starting him or would have been starting him. Then we've got Darren Waller out with that hamstring. Guess they're playing it pretty safe here. Unfortunate for Waller, you know, underperforming the last few weeks and then, you know, been hit with the injury bug here, even coming off of the bye week. And then we've got some basically like backup options for the Chargers who have already been ruled out. Josh Palmer with a concussion, Joshua Kelly with a knee, Donald Parham with a concussion, just like Palmer. I think that Parham concussion probably is a little boost to Gerald Everett, who now only has to compete with McKitty. I think it's McKitty, that's the name. Trey McKitty, could be wrong. Sounds right though. Uh, And then for Joshua Kelly being out, it looks like we're going to see Isaiah Spiller be active for, I believe, the first time this season. He's someone I was very interested in, in terms of, you know, a late round handcuff. He's been injured, obviously hasn't gotten the opportunity so far. So we'll see if he gets any run. It'll probably be Eckler and Michelle though as the top two, but we'll see if he kind of filters in. That is going to wrap it up for the week seven injury report. 
Thank you guys for stopping by. If you guys did enjoy, hit that like button. It helps me out a lot. Um, And then any fantasy questions, drop those down below. And I will see you guys in the next one.